As older adults with vision loss, we understand your fears, your frustrations, and feelings of isolation. The Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss is here to help you as you pursue the independent lifestyle you deserve. For more information, visit www.aaval-blind-seniors.org or call 916-995-3967 for more information. AAVL, a supporter of the ACB Media Network. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Wow, Mr. Larry, two announcements in a row. I'm impressed. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. This is Paul Edwards, and we're very pleased to see that uh, Tuesday Topics is up and running again. Uh, We're we're going to be uh, looking at three questions, and our hope is uh, that folks will either get lured to us by listening on uh, ACB Radio Media One, or that uh, that they will see my announcement and decide that one or other of the three questions that we propose talking about tonight are questions that interest them. So to give folks an idea up front what the three questions are, the first one uh, asks folks whether they have run across uh, a kind of a, a neat gift for blind folks this year that's new and exciting. And so I'm hoping that a few people have found a really cool gift that they'd like to tell us about. And of course, I encourage them. Those who sell real cool gifts for blind people to uh, come on and tell us about their stuff if they're minded to do that. So that's the first thing. And I think if we'd given it more time, we probably would have had this, this, uh, our, our, our entrance would have been broken down by huge numbers of people who wanted to tell us about all the stuff they're selling. The second question that we'll explore a little bit later. Um, has to do with uh, New Year's resolutions. We always make New Year's resolutions on the 1st of January, but usually that means we, we haven't thought about them in advance. We haven't considered what we need to do to make it more likely that our, that our resolutions will in fact survive beyond the first week or two. So it occurred to me that it might be fun to talk about what some appropriate resolutions might be for 2022 and what we would do in order to make those resolutions uh, more doable and more sustainable so that hopefully 80 or 90% of the resolutions that are made on New Year's Eve uh, haven't disappeared by the time March rolls around. I, I, I can't participate in that, Paul. No, because <laughs> uh, I've already broken my resolution. <laughs> but that doesn't count because it doesn't actually start to the new year. You've got time to break five million of them. No, you still you you can still participate. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and the third the third um, the third question that we're going to explore, hopefully, uh, at some point, has to do with climate change. At some point in the future, I think it would be kind of cool to do a whole show on climate change. But for now, um, 
I thought it might be fun just to do a little bit of exploration uh, among those who happen to be around uh, uh, on A, whether we think climate change is real. Some people do, some people don't. B, what we think the impact is likely to be in the U.S. Many people have said that it'll actually make the U.S.'s climate better, not worse. And C, what are the special impacts of climate change, as we perceive it anyway, for folks who are blind? So those are our three Tuesday topics for tonight. And all of you guys who who have started out listening on ACB radio and are overjoyed about the prospect of, of jumping in and becoming a part of all three of those exciting topics, do feel free to join us on Zoom. Um, so <laughs> topic number one is uh, cool gifts for blind folks in 2021. Um, hmm. Mr. Rick, do you have a cool gift for blind folks in 2021? <laughs> yeah, f- food, food, food. food. <clears throat> food. A- okay. edible. Only to be given away at auctions. Yeah. yeah. Well, o- only to be given away at 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 um, at, oh, at he, inflated he, prices at here's auctions. A, here's a cool gift: a um, air fryer. No, not a uh, instant pot air fryer. Okay, is there is there such a a dual animal? There is. Yep. Really? Yep. yep. Huh. Yeah. You. Oh, buy, that's. You buy it, and it comes with two lids. It comes with the yeah. normal uh, pressure cooker lid, but it also comes with an, a separate lid, which is the air fryer lid, that's actually blowing the hot air. So. Well, I think cool. that's pretty cool, and it's um and and its controls are accessible. Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's that's a really cool thing. And of course, there is a community call. I don't remember what it's called, but there is a community call that um, is is done by people who use Instapots and it's, and it's called It's Electric. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're See? welcome. These, these guys know what's on ACB Media. Even if your host doesn't. <laughs> Mr. Larry, have you got a have you got a gift for twenty twenty one for blind folks? I think your yours is great, Rich. And, and no, I, I'm going to really start looking for that because I was looking at maybe yeah. doing an air fryer, but I do them both. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great so, idea. So, so you can you get it from Amazon, Rick, or do you know where, oh, where, yeah. where you of get it from? Of, of course. Nice. Yep. Yep. So you nice. can talk. So you guys can talk to my wife about getting me one for Christmas. Okay? <laughs> we will do it. <laughs> I'm still thinking of a gift. I don't uh-huh. have one in my head. I've been thinking about this all day because I, of course, read your stuff religiously. Yeah. I I, I pray over it sometimes. Is that really going to work? <laughs> um, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a very serious question. So <laughs> so my <laughs> there, there are. There are there are a couple of gifts um, that 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 I would um, talk about. Um, there are there are some new Braille displays that have come out this year. Yes, um, 
one in particular from um, from humanware um, that's actually that's actually pretty cool. It's a it's a twenty cell braille display, um, and it's sort of it's one of these hybrid braille displays. So it has um, it has the ability to um, to to download books from uh, Bookshare and from Bard, and I think now from uh, uh, NFB Newsline. And uh, it it also um, has uh, the the ability to to take pretty decent notes in 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 text files. So you'd have to do some work with them if you wanted to make them formatted and look and looking pretty. But as compared to where we were, say five or or eight years ago, um, the fact is that you can get that device for somewhere between sixteen and seventeen hundred bucks. I don't remember the exact price, but it's right around that. Um, and you know, a twenty character Braille display, um, gosh, fifteen twenty years ago couldn't couldn't be thought about for for that price. So and did you did you call it a hybrid Braille display? Or was I like, did, um, and I called it a hybrid because is, is it's it, not. It's not a full-fledged note taker in that it doesn't let you do email, and it doesn't let you do um, to surf the web. But it but it does let you do some things that involves using Wi-Fi, and that is you know downloading certain books and being able to um, to update the device without having to download anything. You can do it. You can do it just as long as you have Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, it, the reason why I was asking is nowadays you can't have a conversation without saying the word hybrid. Sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think, though I'm not sure, and, and somebody's bound to, uh, is, is bound to, to take exception to this, but I think I invented the term hybrid braille display about a year and a half ago when we started getting devices that weren't braille displays and weren't full fledged note takers but but were were somewhere on the continuum between the two and um we now have quite a few of those um you know several of them several of them are similar you know there are th- there are three different versions of the the humanware device um one is uh the the um, the device that's being used as as a reader in uh, the National Library Services pilot, but of course it doesn't allow you to take any notes. Um, it does allow you to download from uh, the NFB Newsline and Bard. Uh, so far, not Bookshare. Uh, the, there is a, another device that uh, the American Printing House sells. Um, that lets you do some downloading, and there's a device that that now Humanware is selling, um, that I that I think is the most complete of the two, of the three. We don't know what developments will come with this device in the future. We do know um, that it does have the uh, uh, an earphone jack and built-in speakers. So the chances are that sometime in the future. Um, speech will get added and, and perhaps, you know, there's certainly been talk anyway of 
um, creating what will what will amount to a full fledged um, a full fledged uh, Wi Fi product uh, that's similar to um, the the I'm blanking on the, the the name of the humanware product uh, that's that's for the talking book reader for some reason. Um, because I'm getting old, but there's talk. The Victor Stream. Victor. Yes. Victor, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's talk about creating what would what amounts to a full fledged version of that, either right. in that device uh, or in uh, Humanware has also got a a forty cell display um, that they're making available. Now you said, so you, you said reader. So say hi to Penny. <laughs> oh, I did, Miss Penny. <laughs> Hey, Paul, welcome back. I missed you. We are, Many of us missed you, and I especially missed you. And I'm glad well, you're back. You. And I, hope, I hope you're feeling yeah. better. Humanware uh, uh, makes a braille note. Uh, so this do. sounds like if it starts talking, it could be a little bit like the braille note. Um, $1,700 or $1,800 is a really good price for refreshable braille. So It, it is. And, <clears throat> and the device really works well. I, I have... Um, I have one of the one of the readers, and uh, I have about seven hundred um, books uh, on on an SD card. Wow! And, oh, how and big I is the SD card? About four of my thirty-two gigs for that that seven hundred books. That's fabulous! My goodness, oh, good so for great. you. That's wonderful. I was happy with two hundred and fifty books yeah <laughs> and i'm not sure i'll read them all before i die who knows i have to say that my my uh, victor reader stream was dying for the last three months and uh my excellent wonderful good friend terry gave me one that she didn't use anymore and so i have been thoroughly enjoying my victor reader stream i know it's old technology but i love it yeah um i've got so, uh, i've got two and the second one's volume knob or the power switch is dying on it which is common happens to a lot of people but i still had the first one so i got it out of the drawer plugged it in charged it and it's working just fine it doesn't have internet like the second generation did right. but at least i can read well, and the first you one can you yep. play um, recordings like i right. uh, i did have my first one was still working and i was able to use that when i was like take using the the listening to the podcast from the last bop meeting so mm-hmm. i could make the minutes right so mm-hmm. that was very helpful but but i'm really excited about having this uh having it back again yeah. so i really love the victor stream yep, i do too uh, i'm thinking gifts i don't really have any good ideas although rick the problem with the the Instapot, because I have looked long and hard at that um, lid. The problem is that it doesn't let you make very much. If it, it's just for you and your wife, you're cooking, I think it will be enough. But if you even had three people, you, you wouldn't be able to do enough French fries for them, I don't think. Um, um, I think a really good gift is uh, I like my Beats Bluetooth headphones. They're cheaper than the uh, things that go in your ear, the iBut, where there's AirPods. Yep. I think they're wonderful. And they're like $50 at Costco, which I think is a bargain. So that's a good gift. <laughs> and, and that's, those are, do you, do you remember which brand they are? They're Beats. Oh, Beats. Nice. And they're earbuds? They're earbuds, yeah. And they, they have a little thing that goes around the back of your neck so you don't lose them. 
Um, I, I really like them a lot, and I think the sound is good. Nice. <clears throat> and we can get them at Costco and presumably at, at, uh, at, oh, at anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Um, I, I, I love those. There's, there, there are uh, a new set, I think, of AirPods that are out there. I've heard that. Um, um, I, you know, they've got, they've, they've, they've supposedly got some, some really dynamic stereo. Um, I, I have the AirPod Pros. I, I haven't been able to persuade myself that it's okay to spend 600 bucks on, on the AirPods that came out early this year, the headphones. <laughs> um, but the new AirPods, I think, are about 170 or 180. So they're back oh, in my good, ballpark. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, 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 a, that's doable. Yeah, they're back in my ballpark. Hmm. So, Mr. Richter, do we have anybody else who's who might want to tell us about a gift? Yeah, well, there's somebody here from the Bay State Council of the Blind. Yeah, that would be Mr. Brian C. Uh, hey, everybody. Mr. Brian C. Usually, usually when it's when it says Brian C., it's Paul. It's so Paul. That's right. I, I, was, I was a little suspicious of the basic council of the blind stuff. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, funny. Yeah, so one of these days I'm going to be able to untangle the different threads of my past, but this one seems to be tailing on past my presidency. <laughs> um, so gifts, gifts. So first off, those of you who already own Instant Pots and you wish you had held off till you could get an Instant Pot with an air fryer lid, you can get air fryer lids as a third-party product, and I have one. I agree with you, Penny. You aren't going to make, you know, enough food to feed a family. Uh, I using one of them is like a, a younger person. You're like, if you have a, a teenager, yes. forget it. Yeah. <laughs> so so you, bought, you bought just the lid? Yes, yes, I got a third-party lid. Oh, cool! And cool. Uh, it works. It works well for what it does, but quantities in the pot. I mean, after all, how much true surface do you have in there? That's true. You know, it's like a what nine inches across or something like that, and that's right. not a lot of room, space. Who has room for a full-fledged air fryer? I do not. So that's why I don't exactly. Have so I, I got an air fryer for Christmas. Yes. It's not Christmas yet, but they got me one, so I'm not going to complain. No doubt. Nice. Uh, it, it, is, um, it will allow me to do some things that the Instant Pot air fryer lid won't. The other thing about the Instant Pot air fryer lid is when you take it off, you have to put it somewhere. It <laughs> yes, is one hot son of a gun, let me tell you. No, you, you it comes you put it on granite it, or something. Does, does you can't put come, it on wood. It's no. supposed to come with a cradle if if you get it. It comes with a, if you will, a silicone pad, like a hot uh-huh. uh, trivet right. kind of an effect that's right. silicone. So you can take it off and set it on that. Right. But I am telling you, unlike the comfort you have with using Instant Pot pressure lid, right. you know, the scariest part is letting the pressure go in the first place, right? right. Yeah. Um, and it's not particularly easy to do because your hands are right there where the steam's coming out when you flick that lever. But you nonetheless... You have to put a folded, paper ta- a folded dish towel Exactly. In you have to protect yourself yeah. from it. Well, the, Absolutely. The new, the new but this have, is much, the, the much hotter. The new a button. Yes. Really? You, yeah, you push the button and it lets the steam out, so you're not you're not hovering over. You the, don't even have to touch it. Oh, that's cool. No, no, no. Well, that that would be an improvement. But I already own two generations, and 
like uh, we were talking about with your uh, AirPods, right? You know, you really have a hard time justifying paying again for that one feature your old one didn't come with. How much did you pay for that lid? Oh, at $60. I think it's 60 Yeah, I think it's 60 I th- I've seen it. I've looked at it on Amazon a few times. Oh, I just okay. haven't done it. But, but, but again, I, I, I don't... If you're going to make french fries for dinner, it's a dinner for two. Or you're going to do two batches. You're yeah, certainly not going to do it in that. a single cook. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah. that's just the fact. So now comes my present of choice. Yes. And it is much less expensive than anything we've discussed this evening. But it is for cooks, those who cook. One of the things that gets people really worked up about learning to cook is the fear of burning themselves. And that's not just stovetop, that's oven use. Yeah. The front edge of that rack gets oh, hot. Yeah. Oh, it sure oh, does. It's very hot, right? So people get, they, they go out and they buy uh, oven mitts that go up to your armpit you know, in order to avoid cats. Yeah, my favorite kind. <laughs> so you can purchase. I'm just go on Amazon and, and you'll you'll find them because it's not just a blindness product; it's a general purpose product. A well, imagine you have a hose that's the width of your rack, but that hose has a whole series. Well, it has one slit left to right, the length of the hose, and then it is cut um, kind of like a comb binder. And you place it on the front edge of your oven rack. And because it's silicon, silicone, pardon me, I always get those two words mixed up. Anyway, it does not retain heat. So you can literally pull it out. What do you call it? I'll I'll, I'll post it on our list. I, I can't remember the name I've of heard it. about it's this, but I've not seen it yet. But I it sounds it fascinating. My ovens. Wow. You get nice. three of them you have two that ovens. are narrow enough for a narrow stove, and you cut the third one in half to make it full width for two racks on a regular stove. Okay. Nice. I'm just, oh, so anything that makes baking or whatever, using that oven a little safer so you don't think twice about using it, I'm all in favor of it. And we're talking like, 20 bucks. That's like that. perfect. Oh, that's so, great. Well, that's a great I owned, Brian, I owned its predecessor, something. which is a, a fabric one. Yeah. And it snaps scary. on like that a, like a on onesie. Fire. But those have an upward temperature of 500, mm-hmm. which you would think would be enough. And it is for most people. But if you're using a pizza stone or a pizza steel right. in your oven, yep. Yep. No matter what you set it at, it goes over 500. Oh, yeah. And those sure. things get crunchy, crispy, pre-baked. <laughs> Believe me, I've owned like four sets to like him across the silicone one. Anyway, Penny, you were asking a question. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're a cook, and I am looking for something that I cannot find, but I really want it. Somebody must make it. There's a, an instant read thermometer called a thermopen. It is the most accurate instant read thermometer in the world. I want to find yep. one that talks, and I cannot, but that's something I really, really I don't want. know of a talking one. I do have uh, one, and I don't remember its name, but if I describe it and you're familiar with it, then you can ignore it. But it is about five inches long. It, the probe 
folds out like a pocket knife? I have, yeah, I have it. It's, it costs $15 at Amazon. It is a true bargain, but it doesn't stay accurate it's, for many right. years. Well, it, one, it doesn't stay accurate. The other thing is, even though it's capable of candy temperatures. No, I would never. I have less. I, I just don't have trust when I get up to that. No, I those, need those kind of temperatures. Well, if you find it or if I find it, we'll share uh, the information with each other. Because I really, that's something, somebody must make it. Well, you know, and, and I, lot of I people look that constantly go on the cooking for these things, right? They must know, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I always <laughs> thought that maybe what's her name that we had as the banquet speaker. Yeah. Uh, she was the a right. morning speaker, though. Yeah, yeah she was. <laughs> she was a horrible speaker. <laughs> I was. <laughs> She was, she and she only spoke for about what ten minutes, or yeah. Yes. And, she, and, she and I was at the head table wrong. sitting Remember, next to her. she got our name wrong. She forgot. She called us something we're not. <laughs> exactly. And she flew in that morning from London. And she was exhausted. That's all she told me. And she was totally was. exhausted. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was not a pretty sight. But I always wondered whether or not she had access to tools I wasn't Me familiar too. with. If she had taken questions, I was going to ask her, but she didn't even take questions. No, no, no. She had just about fell asleep in her dish. So, Brian, another <laughs> another Christmas gift for for this year. Um, I don't I don't remember the name of the product, but I know AT Guy sells two different sizes of them, and they're a Braille product, and I know you know about them, so can you describe that for us? Uh, if you're talking about the new mechanical slate? I am. What so, is that? So imagine for a moment you've got, well, they have two sizes, a one line, and I think the other one's a four line. Uh, one's just long enough to put a phone number on, and the other one's twice that length. So I can't remember the cell cell dimensions. But imagine for a moment, you've got a slate in front of you, and you're going to use a stylus, and both of these have kind of a slight and really cool way of slipping the stylus into the device for storage. So you pull it out, and you use it like you would any other slate and stylus, except when you turn it over, what you've pressed when you went to each of the dots in the cell, it's a mechanical dot that pops up. So you flip it over, you read it, and then there's a refresh button that releases all of those dots back to, to gone. And you flip it over. So you do not need a piece of paper with it. Mind you, it's a temporary way. Kind of, can you do, when you were taught rehab. It's for old people. They have old you, people you, you can't remember what they just said. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Perfect. yes, that too. To write down somebody's email address until you can get to your electronics That's to write it down expensive. or a phone number. Um, I would not call it expensive. I mean, you, Paul just said uh, uh, $1,600 was a bargain a moment ago. So we're yes. just talking a lot more than that. We're talking under, the small one, I believe, is under 120 but I think it's under 100 the small one. Slate and styluses? Not yeah. like, I mean, uh, we used abacuses to write down a quick phone number. Did you ever do sure. that? Sure. It was my, I, I never used it to do math. I used it to write down phone numbers. It was always next to my phone. Um, so I think of this as kind of the Braille equivalent to that, to jot down a note until you can put it someplace more permanent or you're just going to use it for a moment and then you're going to erase it, that kind of thing. 
and, and it, it's so, it's it was originally developed in Korea, I think. Correct. Yes. Yes. And um, it's mechanically quite sound. Has have you guys seen the slide rule from National Braille Press? Yes. So it feels a bit like that, you know. It's and one hundred percent a mechanical device, but the Braille is very readable and very usable. We have one of each here, which Kim will not let go of, so I don't get to use it. Uh, <laughs> and it's but, called, you know, that's nothing new. I think and you should called, add that to your Christmas list, Brian. There you go. <laughs> My family laughs because I'm the easiest one to buy Christmas gifts for. Everybody else, we struggle. My list is five times longer than uh, anybody else's. <laughs> I'm just but this braille, time. this braille device is available from AT guys, and it's called what, Brian? You keep talking, and I will ask him what it's called because <laughs> I do a brain dump to Kim on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but there, as as Brian said, there are two sizes, and I think the large size um, with a, with with a larger number of braille cells is 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 about one hundred and twenty. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I may be wrong, but AT guys is very easy to get to, um, and they they have um, they have some pretty cool things for sale. Um, as as well as that, they have some they have some speakers. I have a, a little tiny speaker from AT guys that I probably bought eight or nine years ago, and it's still going strong. Um, so yeah, there, there are loads of little things that you don't have to spend an arm and a leg and another arm on, um, versus slate versus slate. That's correct. Thank huh. you, sir. Oh, well, thank Versa you. Believe me. Slate. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, that's a cool device. So Mr. Rick, do we have anybody else who may have a gift for us? Yeah, we've got Melody. Melody, hello. Hello. <clears throat> I Pampered Chef, back to the cooking, has two measuring cups and a measuring spoon that were automatically accessible for us. I don't know if they thought of us. One is called the Measure All Measure Cup Measuring Cup, and you you know how tough peanut butter that's thick and sticky or mayonnaise is to measure out. You put the substance in this cup and you push it, you slide it, it has a slot from one hole to one eighth and you can just push the right amount right into your mixing bowl. And there's a measuring cup and a measuring spoon that slide and click into place and you can feel each slot from one hole to one eighth and you're not messing around with putting separate measuring cups and spoons back together and finding one when you need it. And they're easily defined. I've had them for years haven't gotten to use them much in the environment I'm currently find myself in, but they're great. They're through Pampered Chef. You just have a party or know someone who does and you can get deals. You know what they're called? The the cup that you push thicker substances out is called a measure all measuring cup, I believe. The other two that slide, I'm not sure. One's a spoon and one's a cup. I'd have to find them or find a book and I don't I haven't ordered for them in years, so I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, a representative would know those. Thank you. That's so okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, PDY is actually having a pampered chef party. Uh, I think it's the third Saturday of January. So there you go. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, uh, so I, I hope you'll advertise it widely so we can get our measuring cups and and yeah, spoons. that sounds good. <laughs> 
Melody, thank you very much. Uh, do you have any Do you have any questions about any of the other things we've talked about so far? She's muted again. She I went would away. love some oven mitts. I'd heard of the oven gloves that are fire resistant, that firefighters use that are made of the Kevlar material. And I have some uh, thicker oven mitts and I'm trying to be out of the situation so I can be, you know, but I, with dexterity issues, the thicker oven mitts that go, go all the way up to your arm, it's kind of hard to hold on to a pot or a pan with both hands and, you know, use the oven mitts. And I don't know if there are any that have rubber grips on the, the hands that are easy to hold a you know, glass pot or, you know, so you don't drop the food and break the thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a suggestion here. There is a Brian. company that, that is a mainstream company that does uh, cooking products called OXO. O-X-O. Oh, yeah. They make and wonderful products. Ah, yes. They make wonderful products. You should take a look at their oven mitts. They're five-finger oven mitts Ooh. that are very flexible. The insides are quilted, heat-resistant fabric, and the outsides are silicone, like I've been talking about so much. But unlike other things where it's a single, if you will, sheet, which doesn't give you much flexibility, you feel like you got Mickey Mouse hands, this is more of a, what would I call it, a pebbly surface. So it gives it, it's got the thickness when you need it to keep you from you in the heat, but it also has the flexibility because there's the little gaps between each button or each little nib that allows you to have more flexibility. I have a pair of those hanging from a hook on my prep counter and they make a, um, I'm going to call it a, not a mitt, but a, one of those squares, right? A hot like pad, a hot holder type things. Yeah. Hot holder type thing that has that on side A and side B, which is the quilted material, is done in such a way that you can slip your hand into it. Ooh, so if you're not looking for all the protection of a whole glove, then this certainly works for, you know, sliding cookie sheets in and out of the oven. I wouldn't use them if I was, you know, moving my cast iron skillet from inside the oven to the table, to the countertop or whatever. But I certainly would for cookie sheets and that kind of stuff. Oh, that's convenient. Again, OXO. Cookie sheets, right? Oh, I he is. My, my hand on cookies, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you make wonderful cookies. I heard just last night how good your cookies were last year. He go. does. <clears throat> uh, the, I, I, I still recall um, <laughs> 2010 when Brian was down at my house and brought cookies with him. It is, um, and that was 12 years ago, Brian. You Gosh, still remember we were, those cookies, Brian. Those are amazing. <laughs> we, we, uh, we were getting together at Paul's house to write some major white papers on some political issue of some kind. I don't remember what it was at the time, but uh, I came down thinking I was going to be part of the brain trust to help with this, but I quickly became the cook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, in the long more run, than cookies, as really I recall. <laughs> oh yeah, Brian. Brian, should, Brian did a, a lot of cooking. Marka uh, Riker was yes. one of the group there, and I think he ate his weight in oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> he did. He, he did. He did, and I wasn't far behind with the oatmeal yes, raisin ones. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, there, there is a, a company out of Oklahoma City that has been around for three or four years. <clears throat> and they're one of the places that I know about who, um, who uh, make available uh, a product that, that several people have told me about and, and that I've bought a couple of, which are, which are magnetic cables. Um, the idea is you have a plug, like the plug that you might want, a, a micro USB plug for plugging in your, to your, stream. say, Victor Reader stream. Yeah. And so your, your little plug goes in and that's all that goes in. You don't have a cord. You have a cord that is a magnet that you attach yep. to the end and that runs to the other end where you have your USB cord the plug that, that again, you attach just to the cord with the magnet at the end. So it puts much less pressure on uh, your connectors, um, and they're they're likely to, to to last better. I have three Victor Reader streams that won't charge anymore, um, courtesy of the the micro USB port just not working. So, um, I when I did get the the magnetic things, they they helped they helped a lot to make things better. So that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, we have them here. It's kind of like a breakaway, you know, um, Apple chargers to laptops and the like are based on that same principle, right? Yes. Where you're not really plugging it in. You're just getting it close and it goes on like a magnet. And there are some real advantages to that. Anybody who's picked up a laptop that was plugged in and walked away with it, um, only to be a rather abruptly stopped and or damaged things. <laughs> Uh, what's yep. worse now, is when other... your phone then falls on the floor and the glass cracks. I've done that. Oh, more gosh. Than oh, yeah. Uh, a sad That's... day. A sad day. My uh, Another thing, and I'm terrible tonight because I probably should have come with notes, but uh, time didn't allow that. There's a company that's making adapter kits for board games. Yeah, nice. You buy the board game, whatever it might be, Clue or, or whatever, and then you buy from there an adapter kit, which has all peel and stick cutouts to go all over the board and uh, directions and such whatnot. So you buy the mainstream board game and get their kit and have a sighted person help you adapt the main stream game How by applying cool is that? it's not something you can do solo as a blind person uh, lining it all up and that kind of stuff not easy kim has still not forgiven me for giving away her monopoly game about 20 years ago <laughs> we never play monopoly here but we owned one of those aph ones right back in the day uh, you can't buy them anymore no, i i have one there you go so, yeah. so leave it to me in that last will and a testament, and I'll give you something in return. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair What's enough. We'll, company, it'll man. get me off the hot seat with Tim's thing. Yeah, we'll work it out. <laughs> work it out. I, I don't know that I'm going to play Monopoly much either. So, well, so. not whether or not one person can play Monopoly is getting enough people around the board. Tag. Yeah. Do again. You know, I, you know? I, I, I. 
I may be, um, I, I may be getting rid of some stuff from, um, from my house in Miami. So, um, and that's where the Monopoly game is. So we'll see. There you go. Dun, 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 dun. I think games are a great thing to be giving in the holiday season if you can. So, uh, if there's some game you wish you could play and your sighted friends play it when you're around or whatever and you're always the wallflower, here's the solution uh, to that problem. And again, if you go online and look for um, just Google, you know, everything is, you don't need to know anything, you just know. You just know how to ask the question in Google. Uh, but if you were to say um, adapted board games for the blind. For the blind, yep. It'll be, you'll get a hit. Absolutely. Cool. Now, the the Braille store, uh, I, I think that's what it's called, too, in, in, in Victoria, British Columbia, mm-hmm. is, um, is, is a place that sells a larger number of games than... Uh, any of the other kind of blindness-related stores that I know about. What's cool is they also they also sell directions for the games, which none of the other places tend oh, to that do. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 another resource that you guys can, can or, or that those of you who are interested in games can certainly get in touch with because, um, and they're they're really nice people. They also have have all kinds of cool slates and um, books of various kinds. So continuing down the gaming side of things, Mm -hmm. another thing, parents probably remember when Legos first came to haunt them. Mm -hmm. Right? If if the kids didn't have Legos, I don't know. Uh, And parents love waking up and stepping on Legos Uh that have found their way underfoot yeah. rather than in the bin. And there's a blind gentleman here in Massachusetts. His name escapes you right now. I taught him to use computers a couple of decades ago. Anyway, he loved putting together elaborate Lego sets. And he was very frustrated that, that the directions were always take the take the piece that looks like this. And attach it to a piece that looks like this. So that together they look like that. So he got so frustrated that he worked out a system for writing directions so that blind people can build those. That's so neat. That's wonderful. Um, So I think of this not only for blind people for themselves, but blind parents of sighted kids. Or for that matter, sighted parents of blind kids, right? Now, was he the same guy who who, who um, did a presentation for ACB families a couple of years ago, or was yes, that somebody that's else? The one. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah, um, I think he's a student at MIT these days, something like right. that. Right, and he and he's has a ACB scholarship winner. Right, and he has a he has a website where a lot of this stuff is is available too. So, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's not always a matter of buying something. In this particular case, you kind of need to know what you, what's possible, even, to see what people have, have done out there. How about Braille jewelry? Did you buy any of that over time, Penny? I did. I did. Not for a long time, but I 
I, I used to always buy a Braille tag when I had a new guide dog. You know, I had a, a very cute bone-shaped tag that said good dog, which I always loved. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that those are good gifts, too. Yeah, there's a good number good. of places out there. Yeah, that National, National that Braille Press sells some. Um, right. But, but again, if you just look at Braille jewelry. There's a bunch, yeah. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of entities who do it, and they do it everything from, like you said, you know, a name tag for your guide dog. The nicest one I ever saw was rosewood with little brass tacks in Braille. Oh, how beautiful. Uh, oh, it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, but <laughs> it, it gets a little worn hanging from the dog for 10 years. <laughs> in the rain, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just little, little things like that. But it was gorgeous. It was, we actually literally kept it only for the holidays in order to make it <laughs> uh, sure but nowadays you can get them in, in brass and silver and and all that stuff i even know a couple of places where they took take uh, crystals to represent yeah, the braille that, dots yeah, that's and really that cool. kind of stuff really really cute in that regard that's a good idea and there's braille t-shirts too i you know oh absolutely i still have my friends in art t-shirt do you remember the year they were selling it and had it in Braille and sign language and God, I can't remember. It was like oh, I do remember that I do. Re- I, five I, or six. I, seven. Yeah. It's it's one of the ones I keep in my archive drawer. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's excellent, Mister Rick. Any more gift people? Yeah, we've got Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl. <laughs> Hello. I am trying to be so quiet because I've been unmuted. <laughs> Hi. You, Go for it, Cheryl. Tell Hello. us something. It's so nice to be here. Um, I just, first, I want to touch on the uh, little blingy things when you were talking about the crystals. Um, I sent a little care package to a couple of my friends with these little stick on gems, and you can get them for. Um, I got a package of like 10 sheets so I could distribute them to everybody. But um, they use them for scrapbooking or they're self-stick. But I get a um, Elmer's glue stick because Elmer's glue stick seems to work really great. And I'll use those little blingy gems on my keyboards, on different little things. And it just feels good. You know, I mean, the bump dots are great, but it's just something different. Oh, that's very cool. That's much cooler yeah. than the little bungee things you know uh i'm sure you've seen sometimes at offices they'll have like this a uh, keychain maybe for the bathroom or whatever and it's on a bungee some of them are just on a um a thing that's like a circle that you put on your wrist and it's like a keychain but i have ones that have like this circle keychain on the end and then a lobster claw on the other end. And I have so many different things connected to these little bungee things around the house so I know where they are. And I just made these little care packages with these little tiny little things in it. And, you know, everybody was just thrilled to get these little, they're like, you could use them for stocking stuffers, you know. Um, and then last year, my, my, my son and daughter-in-law did buy me a pair of Aftershock. Um, headphones and I'm just thrilled with them and I did order I'm not using them right now but I did go and get one I got the Aftershock Open Move and then I went and got the Open Calm which has the boom mic that comes around and um, the boom one with the boom mic the mic flips up and goes even with the headset and the headset kind of goes around 
and it goes around and underneath my hair. So, and it sits just outside your ear. So it's not, nothing's covering your ears. And what I like about it, then I can hear everything and, um, and they work good. And the one with the boom mic is much lighter. It's it probably maybe a couple ounces, but a couple yeah. ounces make a difference. And it's a little tighter to my head than the other one. So I guess it depends on size, but I just love these things. And when you get them like this time of year, the prices are really good on them. They're still going to set, you know, maybe $80 to $120 right now. You can get them mm-hmm. on set because last year they were... 200 for the open com. So just wanted to share that. And I, oh, one thing, Kathy, who I, um, when she told me it's okay to share this, Kathy King, she said it's the first time she's been able to hear stereo since she lost the hearing in one of her ears since with the bone connection headset. The the open right. so, so that cool. was kind of neat too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you for doing this. This is really nice. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's fun. So Thanks. you are you, the 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 headphones you're talking about are the aftershocks ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now I know they're available through AT guys, but I'm sure they're available from other places as well. I get them right from the company because they have yeah. they have good sales with them too, and I know Amazon everybody has them too. But I got them right through the company, and uh, and you guys did mention OXO, their customer service. They guarantee their products. And I just want to say too, I'm a travel mug person. I care. I keep everything in a in a travel mug around the house. I always have a hot and a cold one going. And <laughs> Contigo just recently, the lids they have these because it's got to be, you know, tip it upside down, spill proof. You know, knock it yep. over, it doesn't open, right? Yep. They guarantee their products too, their lids because they just sent me a bunch of new uh travel mugs and all i wanted was lids but they sent the whole thing so anyway i just wanted to share that with all of you too so, nice thank you okay Excellent. Thanks a lot. Household, we called those i've got one right here in my hand and it has a yeah. straw sticking up from the center that's maybe what three inches up from the center screw on lid and mm-hmm. i put ice and carbonated beverage in it and i can turn it upside down nothing's going to happen but when i pull on the straw <laughs> there's a valve that releases it so that it's not mm-hmm. like i'm you know creating a vacuum in the process of sipping it we just call it our adult sippy cups and they're all over there <laughs> <Yeah. house. laughs> that's right that's right well, that's okay, excellent. thank you cheryl thank you. we appreciate thank it you. thank yep. you yeah this this has been fun <clears throat> Yeah. Yep. Hi. Hi, it's Melanie Brunson. Rick, I'm hey, Melanie. Melanie. So I thought I'd chime in. Welcome. Hey, hey. Well, thank you. This has been fun. And um, I had two things. One is I wanted to um, give a bit of a, of a shout out about Braille jewelry because National Braille Press is, is a good source. But there's also um, Elegant Insights. And she does a lot of uh, different uh, variety of jewelry with um, with Braille on it as well. And so that's that's another good source. Yeah, that's for Laura, Laura Legendary. Laura Legendary, yeah. God, why but, wasn't um, I born with that name? I, that's, that's I, know, name I know. Get if really. you asked for it. It's like Paul's phone number, 0909. I mean, give me a break. 
Yeah, for a while I had a phone number that ended in 1776, and I thought that was See, the coolest number, great. but I ended up losing it. You can't buy them. <laughs> no, I know. But um, I have another headphone option to share. Sure. Um, for those who like to fall asleep listening to books or podcasts, and I, I can think of several ACB members that I know who do that, um, I came across not too long ago sleep phones, and they are made by a company called Acoustic Sheep. I guess because you count count, count sheep when you're trying to sleep, <laughs> so you can count acoustic sheep if you use their their sleep phones, and they're kind of cool because what they have done is they put the speakers are very flat and thin and they put them in a headband so a cloth a fabric headband so you put them um across, you know around your head like you would a headband and then you just you jiggle the um the earphones the speakers so that they're over your ears and you can actually lay on your side and um, still sleep pretty comfortably the speakers just lay on the outside of your ears there's nothing that goes inside your ears so you can actually lay on them um, and uh, they're they're fairly comfortable to, to to lay in bed and fall asleep listening and um, I I enjoy them Nice. There's, there's three pieces. There's, um, there's a two speakers, of course, one on each side, and then in between those, there's the, um, the controls, and it's flat too, and it's there's some wires that attach the controls to the speakers, and um, you can take all of that out then and wash the um the headband. They come in um. A cotton one and a fleece one. They call it hot and cool. And they come in lots of different colors. And um, so they're, they're kind of neat. And I, I, I enjoy them. And they have a pretty good sound. They're not real loud. Um, and they don't have a microphone. I haven't figured out yet whether you could use them for a conference call because I've just used mine to sleep. But they've got good battery life. And um, I think they're... They're a good uh, good option for somebody who likes to listen to stuff nice. in bed. And and about how much do they run, Melanie? Um, I want to say they're somewhere between around one hundred and twenty, hundred and forty dollars or something like nice. that. They've nice. got a couple of different models too. I think. Mm-hmm. I think so, so too. So um, Melanie, when you say headband, you mean it's going to go uh, like wearing a hair. Headband to keep yeah, like a sweatband. It eyes. goes not over it goes the top, above like a sweatband. Exactly around your fo- Okay, it, let me see if I yeah. can describe this. It's it's round, so you put it um, um, across your forehead and down yeah. um, to the uh, the nape of your neck. It, you know, it goes mm-hmm. around your head and yeah. okay. down the, to the nape of your neck. So it would cover your ears and. Um, and B, go, you know, it's, it encircles your head and the gotcha. nape of your, the nape of your neck, right below where your hair would be if you it's have excellent. real short hair. 
Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm curious about one other thing about it. You say they're not overly loud. Um, uh, I'm thinking about this for Kim for Christmas. So <laughs> I don't want to hear her listening to news yeah, podcasts she wouldn't. at three in the morning. Yeah. She no, you she wouldn't. Won't. They don't leak. You don't hear them, ah, do you? Good. No. Yeah, my, <laughs> my the person who would really yeah. know. See, yeah, my my husband doesn't hear them either. I've used them. No, too. I have to go, you guys. So, Merry Christmas and thank you, Paul, for coming back and don't leave again for a long time. Well, that I I I will do my best not to. And thanks, thanks for being here, You're Penny. You're Merry welcome. Christmas, Bye. Penny. Merry Christmas, yep. Melanie. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Rick, yep. Brian, everybody. See ya, Penny. Merry See ya. Christmas. Bye. All right. Miss Melanie, good good suggestion. Um, oh, any thank other you. any other gift people, Mister Rick? Yeah, Deanna Noriega. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Deanna. Well, Old you can week. you can always buy my book. <laughs> tell us about tell us about your book. It's called Fifty Years of Walking with Friends, and I published it last January in time for my mother's 90th birthday because I never published a whole book that was all mine and had my stuff all over the place and magazines, right. newsletters, anthologies. I think I'm in six different anthologies, but they're obscure ones, I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, Oh, and I and I also um, rewrote the the last version of the Guide Dog Users um, Handbook, which is you know Handbook for Prospective Guide Dog Users. Nice. So, I did a lot of publishing, but this was all mine, and it chronicles my life um, between high school and the time or time uh, with an emphasis on life with my dogs. And it's got poetry, essays, um, sad stories, happy stories, just, you know, dealing with mm-hmm. life with a dog beside you. <laughs> and and where does and where does one acquire such such it's a book? It's available on Amazon as a Kindle. It's also mm-hmm. available from Smashwords in any kind of format you can think of. EPUB, Word, you know, um, whatever. So it's primarily electronic right now but if you've got you know kindle on your phone or you've got alexa will read it to you if you buy one of the she just nice she she's having trouble hearing me she's in the other room <laughs> i don't know the lady a has not been nice to people today she's been a little strange from time to time but you know that's actually today, serious there was a national quirkiness going on yeah, that's what I heard. I haven't tried to order anything. It's something about Some Virginia. So problems I lately. Some of our, our members in Virginia are buying too much on Amazon and just you know, <laughs> They're overloading this. the system. Yeah. Yeah, crash <laughs> the servers. So, yeah. Um, I like, um, oh, I have a friend who likes to buy me things with Braille on them. So I've got a She Persisted shirt in purple. Nice. <laughs> Nevertheless, She Persisted. And I've got a uh, a snap-on dog um, bandana that goes around my dog's neck that, that has it embroidered and says Biden-Harris. <laughs> so nice. She, and uh, she gave me a, a bracelet, a cuff bracelet, 
one year that just says Wonder Woman on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, nice. Yeah, That's so cool. that is know, really cool. Yep, there's there's lots of fun things. You can find the individual beads that have alphabet letters on it, so that you can, um, you know, make your own braille bracelet um, using That's one of the cute. one of those stretch cord type things. You know, uh-huh. just thread it through and, and make it original. My brother. Now, do, you, do you know who sells those? Um, I would check places that um, sell beads. Like I yep. don't know if Fire Mountain does. I, uh, I believe I, that. Uh, the mm-hmm. Carroll Center for the Blind store has sold those for a number of years. I don't know if they still do, yes. but they've actually held little workshops where you go in and kind of have a, a party and build Braille bracelets. Yeah. Um, so actually, yeah. Okay. Um, I do some some macrame with, with pony beads and um we came the, came up with in the crafting group a design for a pony bead bracelet that can be a row counter if you're a share. <laughs> oh, what a cool idea! So you know, the, this lots of I like to make things for people. So mm-hmm. today I was um, baking cookies for various ones of my relatives and making um, silly um, refrigerator magnets and. <laughs> And Christmas ornaments, you know, little things that are light to mail. Because one time I canned um, plum jelly when I had a 40-foot plum tree that was just weighed down with plums. But it was too expensive to make and to mail. <laughs> I bet that's the, right. <laughs> the jars weighed too much. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's fun to think of different things. Um, mm-hmm. Today um, I was on a call with with Kayla Allen who is she calls herself the Kayla the uh the chaos coordinator <laughs> she does a lot of the there grounds. you go yeah, yeah. and so, so I was making one of the little hats that she makes for by cutting um wrapping paper rollers or paper towel rollers or even toilet paper rollers into half inch rings. And then you wind yarn around them. You cut it into sections and you wind it around and you pull it up at the top and tie it off. And you make these little hanging ornaments that look like tiny little elf hats. How cool is that? Yeah. I think crafting is a, is a huge, huge opportunity for people, both as a recreation yourself and as a, great way to make gifts I, on my dining room wall somebody was talking about those peel and stick or mm-hmm. self-adhesive jewels mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. can buy mm-hmm. incredible quantity and i've got pictures done in that fashion by my uh one of my sisters on my dining room wall they are gorgeous it's kind of the new paint by numbers <laughs> yeah. kind of thing but it's all yeah. bedazzled it's amazing amazing my old keyboard, I don't have this one jazzed up yet, but I would go to the um, the um, school supply section of, you know, a big store, mm-hmm. and they have three-dimensional stickers that kids yeah. use to decorate their phones with. And so my last keyboard, I had pumpkins, and I had autumn leaves, and I had little hearts, and, you know, all to mark those keys that you forget where they are 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be creative. It was, Absolutely. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was fun putting together, and um, you know, it wasn't just bump dots. It was <laughs> boring. So when I gave my husband a little microwave when he couldn't make it up the stairs in the farmhouse anymore, mm-hmm. and he was home alone for lunch when I was still working. Um, I used little hearts that were three dimensional on yep. the microwave. There you go. See? <laughs> That's cool. That is cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's lots of fun things t- that you can, that don't take a lot of talent or ability, just <laughs> a little imagination. Or dollars. Yeah. And there are, we have a number of craft calls going on in, in our community calls too. So one of the things yeah. that folks might want to do, I know there's some knitting calls and some crocheting calls and, and and of course there is the famous group that whose name I always forget the the, the electric group who talk about cooking and yeah. and, and accessible appliances small electric yes. appliances right yeah a lot of those are really cool um, and yes. you know <laughs> they make cooking a lot easier for those that are nervous about open flames and stoves and <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, this this just oh, I have an an old business card case. Um, mm-hmm. For a while, ACV was selling these cases to protect your um, credit cards with the chips in them from being scanned by someone walking by with a reader in right. his pocket. Um, I use my old um, business card holder from when I had the uh, fair trade shop because it's heavier than those, and I cut. Um, plastic, uh, a sheet of plastic into sections and and folded it and put it inside there. And then I separate my cards in the folds of the darn thing. So I'm all set to, to burgle houses too, since that flexible paper, you know, plastic is great for me. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a lock, yes. <laughs> you don't want to use your good credit card. It might damage it. <laughs> exactly. That's great. So. That's that's why they call hotel keys multi-use. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Miss Tiana. Thank you. No problem. And, and I hope your holidays go great in Missouri. Oh, we're hanging in there. It's been frosty, but we haven't had any snow. Just uh, freezing overnight, so the grass gets all crunchy in the morning. And my German Shepherd yeah. keeps hoping it's going to be snow. He'll yeah. run out and roll in it just because it's white. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Mr. Rick, who else we got? Yeah, phone number 983, please. That's Jim Crot. Hi, Jim hey, Crot. Hey, Jim. How are you? Hello, everybody. Um, Somebody's going to talk wanted... about music boxes. <laughs> yeah, I hope you know. I, I, I could talk about music boxes. Um, in January, uh, I commissioned the building of two base cabinets by a gentleman in um, Tampa. And like everything with my music boxes, uh, they were supposed to be delivered, both of them, in May. Mm-hmm. I took delivery of the first one two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. This music box, every line, every carving, every molding, every color, everything about them makes the base cabinet look identical 
to oh, wow. the music box that it holds as if it came off the floor in 1900 like the music box. It is nice. just such a phenomenal piece of wood. Nice. But I really didn't call you guys to bore you with that. Um, I wanted to tell you a couple of things. Um, Brent Harbolt of Harbolt Company that sells company. the magnetic ca cables that you were talking he, he, about. He does. And they do work well. Uh, he has another thing that is magnetic. Um, they're magnetic ties, and it takes a little getting used to because when you're working with them, you, you have to figure out how to, to work with them so they don't attach themselves to each other before you finish them. But they're like a four-inch strip of cord with a magnet on each end, and you wrap them around your cables as a tie, Instead of those disposable, crappy little things that you lose all the time, mm -hmm. and then let the magnets attach, and you have a perfect uh, tie for holding your cable together. Once you figure out how to marvelous. do it, they work really, mm -hmm. really great. They are so. Um, uh, so they're great. Um, the other thing I wanted to tell you about was I was in. Um, in uh, St. Moritz, Switzerland, and we were at a, um, uh, what's the name of the company that makes Swiss Army Knock Victor Knox uh, store, and I bought a collapsible foldable backpack that doesn't weigh more than six or eight ounces wow. and folds up into itself. Um, and it's, it's not leather, but it's not bulky. It's very lightweight. Um, and when you're not using it, you know, you can fold it and zip it up, but, uh, it's just really handy and really, really lightweight. It was somewhere between 50 bucks, um, maybe 60, but no more than that. I actually, that's it. Yep. So I would really recommend uh, if you're looking for something different, it's a great thing just to have. That, that's excellent, and and it um, and it, when it's when it's unfolded, it, it it's pretty comfortable to wear. Oh, it's very comfortable to wear. I mean, it has a, a handle uh, up on the top that you can carry it like a four inch little um, strap to hold it by. Or you can wear it, and uh, it's very comfortable. You don't even know you have it on. Uh, I I have started using it instead of wearing a fanny pack because uh, I, I just it's so light and and so convenient. Um, so, it probably uh, would 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 hold more because I mean you've got a a big braille display, and um, and that. Uh, so you have one of the you have one of the the. The sixes from him, do you not, Mr. Crot? Mr. Crot does have a, a six, and it does fit in there nicely. Yeah. As does uh, a new telescopic cane I have, which is a little bigger and heavier than they usually used to be. Um, I remember that. Hand sanitizers and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And <clears throat> it, it, so, it is very comfortable. There's a little 
pocket in the front that you can put, you know, papers or whatever in, uh, and then there's a big inside uh, pocket. But it, it's really, I mean, I just sort of fell into it one day, and I, mm-hmm. I it was kind of an accident that just mm-hmm. happened, and uh, it, it was a great uh, find for myself. I, so I think, I think backpacks and blind people ought to go together. Um, I I didn't learn that until maybe two two years ago or a year ago, um, and I I ended up buying um, buying uh, a, an ACB backpack um, that that was pretty good. I I bought the biggest one, um, um, and and really have quite enjoyed it. Um, it's a lot it's a lot easier to carry around than briefcases. <laughs> no que- no question. I, I have never been a backpack carrier either. Um, but, um, this one in particular, you don't even know you have it on. That is so cool. So, Excellent. Thank you, sir. We appreciate no your call. Hope everybody has a good holiday and, uh, uh, wishing everyone the best. And, Maybe Brian will uh, even get more cooking gadgets. I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, Paul. Uh, He mentioned carrying his cane. I have one that's probably bigger than than I really would like. But the thing I do like about it, it was designed by a blind man. And it um, has a spring in the handle so that when you catch it, on a grating or a crack in the sidewalk, it it gives. So it's oh, that's kind of, cool. It's kind of like kind of like a pogo stick in a way because you know so, you yeah. don't get you don't get uh, speared on the on the handle or take a pole mm-hmm. vault. I used to bend those um, fiberglass ones all the time. They did like I was trying to make a bow out of them. <laughs> I would catch them because I tend to walk too fast to be a good cane user. And so I would end up, you know, killing them. But this one I actually like because when I catch it, it retracts enough that I'm not, you know, I'm able to stop before I skewer myself. And it's easy to free then. Hmm? That's That's a good idea. The telescopic cane that Jim was talking about, I actually bought at... um, at the the F, FCB convention, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. and and it's uh, it's sold by Barry Shure. And what's mm-hmm. interesting I about it is marvelous. Yeah, it's um, they 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 weigh a lot more than your typical cane, but they but they they are really comfortable to walk with, um, and they're really nicely balanced. Yeah. Um, well, I, I like this pogo stick one. <laughs> just yep. die when you, you know, they just fold on you when you don't want them to fold yeah. on you, telescopic yeah. for the most part. This is hexagonal, hmm. um, rounded, but the hexagonal, what, five joints to it? Yes. With a rollerball tip yep. um, and kind of a golf grippy feeling topmost mm-hmm. where you hold it. But what's nice is when you extend it, you can extend it to a variety of heights, whatever works for you. And it stays that way for the most part. I say right. for the most part. Nothing's going to stay that way totally. Exactly. The negative on it is it only comes in one color. Yeah. But and what's that color really is not white. <laughs> what's, what's really handy 
is that like if you're if you're in an area where there's a where there's a huge crowd of people, you can actually shorten it, um, exactly. and and it works and it works perfectly well, um, and stays there. And then when you when when you're when you're through the crowd, you just extend it a little further, and away you go. Now, now there, there is one other thing about this cane which you all have totally left out of the equation. Yes, um, this cane comes in a flute case. It does. <laughs> and I will tell you that this flute case was made specially for me because it holds three of my little miniature snuff music boxes. Snuff music boxes are very expensive, very delicate, and very valuable, and it's a great way to carry them around. Well, see? <laughs> I love it. So probably probably you would you would pay a premium price for for extra cane cases. Uh, you never know what I'd pay. I might if they especially if they've got three snuff boxes in them already. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it's a pretty cool cane. Um and of course Barry Sure is is very easy to get hold of anybody who who has been going to ACB conventions knows Barry. Mm-hmm. I will tell you another great gift from him is the oximeter, where you can check your uh, oxygen levels. Like you know the little, I call it like a clothespin that the doctor uses these days to check your pulse and and oxygen. Oh, I didn't it know he sold one. So yeah, he just got it a couple very, months ago. Yeah. Very inexpensive. You don't have to go and turn it into accessibility mode. It simply is. Put it on your finger, push a button, mm-hmm. wait for 30 seconds, and there you have it. Any, do, do either of you know how much he sells, he sells it for? I don't know. Don't, don't know the exact price, but it's yeah. like somewhere between 60 and $80 in that range. Yeah. I would pro- so, you know, probably get one. Device, it, it, that's very inexpensive. Yeah, it used to be. <clears throat> it used to be that you could get oximeters um, that were accessible on Amazon, but they disappeared. They're they're not there anymore. Well, th- this is probably. You know, I I use a number of different medical devices. Just over time, it just happens, mm-hmm. and so I have that talking blood pressure uh, cuff and. Uh, one of those non-touch thermometers. Yes, I have two uh, of those. These days. Um, so the combination of those things really gives me a great deal more independence. So I, I don't feel the need to go see the doctor no matter what. I can bring some of my own vitals to the game when I do that tele, whatever it's called, televisit. One of the one of the talking thermometers that that I have is interesting because it has two different tips, one that you use for your, for the forehead and another that you use inside the ear. I'm glad you said the ear. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm only going to go multi-purpose so far. Okay, just so exactly. far and no further. I I I. I, I I hear you, Mr. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any anyone else with gifts, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rick? Yeah, Melody is back. Hey, Melody. Give me for speaking a second time. 
I'm having some respiratory issues. Yeah. I had a partner in 2004, Deanna, um, reminded me of people that like to buy things in Braille for you. She's an ex now, but this is not the reason why. She insisted on buying me a copy of the Da Vinci Code in Braille, and I wanted it, and I was trying to tell her I think I can find it on audio. She could not wrap her head around why commercial bookstores do not sell Braille books and why we just can't go to a store and buy, you know, a talking thermometer or a cane right beside the orthopedic right. ones or, you know, right. whatever we need. And I said, well, it's not, we're not generally thought of, you know, she's that shouldn't be. And I said, well, in an ideal world, no, it shouldn't, but, you know. Actually, Barnes & Nobles does have a very short list of Braille books. You have to ask cool. for it. Yeah. Okay. And they'll hand you a printed list, but I know about it because one of my my ne- nephews decided he wanted to see if he could buy me a book. He was in the bookstore. He was buying books for other people, and they gave him the printout, and, and he bought a gift certificate large enough so I could have my own copy of, um, of oh, shoot. <laughs> I just recently gave it away because I'm trying to downsize, and I had four floor-to-ceiling bookcases in my in my spare mm-hmm. bedroom. Um, Harper Harper Lee's book. Um, the Kill a Mockingbird. Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. yes. Because it was my favorite book from, from when it came out. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so, going audio. Sissy Spacek reads it. Uh, so I uh, had it. You know, I had it, and I recently gave it away. (laughs) One of the interesting things is that if you download any BRF book um, from Bookshare um, or or from NLS as well, Mm -hmm. um, you it it is perfectly legal um, for you to to make a hard copy Braille version of that book. Yes. Um, I, I, I sit here, Paul, with my much reduced, like, like you were saying uh, about downsizing, right? I downsized mm-hmm. my cookbook collection, which used to take, what was it, six was the top number of bookcases that were just <laughs> cookbooks. And now I have all those books on one SD card. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the, the two books that I kept was my first cookbook, A Leaf from Our Table. And I still cook the uh, chocolate chip oatmeal cookie recipe from that. Uh, mm-hmm. That page I've, I've worn out more than <laughs> once. So I found old copies of that book to do. And the other is, um, when you think of the ultimate cookbook. The uh, Joy of Cooking. The Joy of Cooking in 36 yeah. Braille volumes. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. So I have one bookcase with one cookbook in it. But I don't <laughs> want to go all electronic. There's something about sitting there with a Braille book in your lap. I know. I'm going to be really sad when NLS stops making those available because I still love to read Braille. I just don't go. need to have to figure out where to put it. <laughs> well, and, no, well, and we search for recipes differently these days, don't we? I mean, when yeah, I want do. a recipe for something, I go online first. Yeah, uh, because it's uh, it's faster. But if you well, just... but but I mean, I have probably I I, I don't know, uh, two hundred or two hundred and fifty um, electronic cookbooks. 
Um, and, and I will generally search by deciding what I want to cook and then going to, to sort of large multi-purpose books like the joy of cooking or the Betty Crocker cookbook or one of those, one of those large things and, and, and then put in a, a search term for what I'm looking to cook. And I'll generally find it uh, rather than going online. Yeah. Uh, however, the other day I was interviewed by the Boston Globe for an article. Um, about the accessibility of web pages and that kind of stuff uh-huh. for a blind cook. And yep. America's nice. Test Kitchen.com, ATC.com, is, you know, I'll do a web search. And if I find that one of my hits for on a given subject is at ATC, ATK, pardon me, ATK, then that's where I go because I get more than just the recipe, I get a demonstration. Nice of cooking of that recipe, and nothing between two pages is going to give me that multimedia opportunity. No, no, it sure won't. That kind of thing does. I'm curious, Melody. You were starting to tell us about a book that somebody got in Braille for you. What was that title? Next partner in 2004 had wanted to buy me the Da Vinci Code in hard copy Braille, and I don't know if I would have the room for it. I am interested uh, no. in audio. She was Jewish, and I am also interested in converting. She was. She loved to tell me, and she was doing the combination Christmas Hanukkah type thing. Mm-hmm. And my family just, you know, she was in Indiana. I'm in Ohio, so we really couldn't find the transportation to get to each other. She could drive. My mom didn't want to meet her in Lexington, Kentucky. So it was, yeah, but it was. She really wanted me to understand and learn, and I, I, I wanted to. So it was kind of, it was tough to not yeah, make I it. Got you. I got you. There, by the way, there's a play in Boston this week called um, I'm Jewish. My wife is Italian. We're going to Christmas together. And it's a comedy <laughs> play. So you can imagine how difficult. <laughs> yeah. yep. we're, going, we're going to see family for the holidays. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I try to have all of my all of my stuff that I might be asked to read in Braille. I still don't have my newest book in except electronic Braille. And I'm currently minus a, a Braille. Dis- a, my Braille note taker decided to die and eat all my passwords and all of the things stored on it. That's oh, exciting. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm having to go around resetting passwords like crazy. <laughs> and then, like losing your wallet and having to get your credit cards all over again. Yep. Yeah, that's that's great fun. Not well, nice. And is well, it's I bet you Terry Pacheco's got something Irish. I bet I bet Miss Terry joined us now. Hey there. Yes, I had <laughs> Hi. I had to run another board meeting for a few minutes, but we're back. Or at least I am. Nice. I don't know if Penny is or not. Great to hear you back. Thank since you. you since you don't return calls. <laughs> I, I don't think I noticed a call from you. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, you just ignored mine. So it wasn't <laughs> I, did, I, I, I did We're notice a call club. from Brian. Brian called me today. So I, and I have to be honest just, and say I did not return his call. No. Don't, don't take it personal. I quit calling because he never calls me back. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, thank you so um, much for being here. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> hey, we haven't had you to pick on for much too long. <laughs> um, yep. Since we're talking cookbooks, apparently, mm-hmm. 
Um, I'll throw a little plug in since I'm doing most of the of the grunt of the part of the grunt work. The pre, the end uh, the the AAVL the production. Cookbook. The AAVL yeah. cookbook, which has over 165 recipes in it. It's called The Food of Our Times. And Penny Reader is the one who has done the editing of it. And Sue Staley collected it, did all the collecting of the recipes. <coughs> Excuse me. And it <coughs> is going to be available. And is it available now? No. Well, uh, that's you, you caught my sentence. It will uh-huh. be available electronically. Before Christmas, I'm saying nice. the week of the 18th, the 19th, week of the 19th, but by the end of January, it will also be available in hard copy Braille, large mm-hmm. print and regular print. Nice. Nice. And, and it's and, got and, some of Penny Reader's recipes in it, and we know how much we tend to not like her recipes. Yeah. <laughs> my I recollection one or two of those myself, yes. My <laughs> recollection was that the book was going to be fifteen dollars, is that right? It's uh twenty. Twenty, right. Very good. Yeah, once once we realized how many people had recipes, it. Yeah. it yeah, it it's in regular print, it was almost two hundred pages. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Is it so the same we, price no matter what your format and how are you underwriting yes. the cost of Braille? Uh, by the by by hoping that a lot of people buy the electronic copy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> We've but, had but some donations of Braille paper and such. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> hope a lot though because uh, because Braille Braille cookbooks Really, if you're if you're going to buy one, you probably want to buy one in hard copy braille. Though, though I have, I have. I was just thinking f- about Brian needing to buy yet another uh, bookcase. <laughs> yes, I have, I have three or four shelves of of uh, braille cookbooks in in Miami that I may be offering to give away. Um, a lot of it is hand transcribed. So, oh, yeah, goodness. I've got some of those. In- or even thermoform, which is, is good for a cook because yeah. you can wipe them off, but they don't it is. hold up with the, the, the binding. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the binding is the issue. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's so cool. It's Braille, a cookbook from Terry, if you've got something else for us. Yeah. Uh, the got other some, thing, yeah. well, one of the other things that occurred to me, you were talking about OXO or OXO earlier, and um, I love their products. I, have been I was only fairly recently introduced to them by my sister. I love their uh canisters, especially for anyone who's got a space problem in their kitchen because they're beautifully stackable in a multitude of sizes oh nice yeah they they're wonderful for that, and they come in all different everything from i think under a cup to it's Ten pounds worth of flour in one, can, and you can stack them beside each, and they'll stack next to each other nicely. They, you can make like a whole, just like a, uh, <laughs> like a square out of them. Really, we, we can make a. We can and, make they, a Lego. What's really now. nice about them is that they are truly <clears throat> airtight and liquid That's tight. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I like those a lot. Yeah, Oxo's got and a Ma- lot of. Melanie had tonight. mentioned. Um, Melanie had mentioned the sleep speakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
um, for anyone who is still as old-fashioned as I, and plug my one one was a plug on the end of it, the plug into the bottom of your mm-hmm. old iPhone. Or yes. the other thing I use it for is I'll plug it into my Alexa. Oops, I forgot she was here. Um, <laughs> I will plug it into my A device because that's got an earphone jack on the back of it. It does. And oh, it's, yeah. the, it's the one from, C, the one from yeah. C. Crane. He has a sleep. And it's just one speaker. But it does. Frank doesn't hear it when I have it on because I fall asleep to a book every night in there. Uh, with that, the cushion of it is a little bit thick, but if you've got a nice cushy pillow, it slides right in under your ear, and you can sleep very nicely with it under there. Don't we don't hear as and much about and it's much brain as we used to. No, um, they used to, you know they used to be the sort of go to place for shortwave radios and that sort of thing yeah but, but we don't we don't hear as much from them uh as as we used to so that's interesting yep. yeah and it's and it's only like i don't think it's more than 25 dollars. i want to say it's even less than that mm-hmm. anyway it's great to have you back um thank you and i will listen for the rest because i will probably have something to say on global warming if you get that far well i th- i don't think we are <laughs> i don't think tonight, you're going but we, to but <clears throat> what i think we may end up doing is is postponing our our second and third subjects and, until either next week or the week after next so we'll see they'll still be apropos they certainly will. Absolutely. The, the, the climate is likely to warm at least for the next uh, three weeks. <laughs> we have our first snow here in Boston tomorrow. Nice. We, we allegedly have what they're calling our first snow tomorrow as well. But I think it's really going to be slush. Yeah. I don't think it's going to last more than 30 minutes. Per yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> excellent. Rick, any more lurkers? No, I don't think so, Paul. Uh-uh. Excellent. All right, so we've 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 talked about uh, a number of um, a, a number of products and a number of kind of gift ideas. Um, uh, of course, it, had we started earlier, we would have advertised the uh, ACB Media auction um, because that was a, a wonderful place to get gifts. Um, especially if, if your folks were into food and cookies and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm so um, proud, Paul. I mean, I got yeah. $380 for three dozen cookies. Don't do the math. It'll scare you. And <laughs> got two buyers. Nice. They, but they're so worth it, Brian. ACB. <laughs> well, but they these are aren't so cookies. Wor- these are manhole covers. First off, you have to understand. <laughs> we They're bought them last good. year. I bought them last year at the auction, and your cookies really are absolutely fabulous. Uh, I yes, enjoy doing are. them. They're as much fun to make as they are to eat, as they say. Well, they they are great fun. Um, there are there are a lot of um, places that are actually doing some sales on. Um, cookbooks and knitting books and in particular um, the place I, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble I think it's because I'm getting older um, but the, the the place in Texas that's run by the guy who does cooking in the dark um, I know what you mean Dale Campbell. Mark, 
Yeah. Blind mice smart. Blind mice smart. Yep. Um, they they have a number of braille books. They also have a really cool device if if you're into scanning. Um, it's a it's a device that I bought, and it's it's particularly designed to be used with uh, smartphones. Um, it it is made for the most part of wood. Um, wow. It's very light. Wonderful. It weighs about eight ounces. But what you do is you unfold it out of your little bag and stand it up and then put your phone uh, onto a a little tray um, that goes on top. And therefore, you've got your phone in the the perfect position um, for scanning easily uh, things like 8 by 11 pages. The device, I think, is about... 35 to 40 bucks um, and is made by a blind person for blind people. And it's really pretty cool. And, and blind my smart also has a bunch of crochet books, a bunch of knitting books and a bunch of recipe books in Braille. So that's another place you can look for some specific devices. And of course they have, talking microwaves and and talking broiler ovens the the only talking broiler oven i've seen i don't i don't know of any, anybody who has one yet i seriously thought about the broiler oven microwaves i i've never bothered with because i felt like i could mark them okay um but the broiler ovens i haven't had as much luck are you, with you're, are you talking about like a toaster oven uh-huh yes yes to- uh, I, I have one. It's a great uh-huh. product. Uh, it works really well. Um, it 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 does bake, broil, toast, yep. mm-hmm. uh, a couple of other things. Uh, the temperatures are set. The timer is is set, uh, and you could do everything with it. And uh, my oven in my um, second home is not really accessible. So mm-hmm. digital that, that needs to come out, but as long as it's still there, uh, this is a great alternative for me when I'm there alone. Works really nice. well. Yep. Little pricey. It's probably yeah. a hundred and twenty-five or fifty-dollar oven at best. I think he's getting about three fifty for it with the conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think three twenty-five, three fifty. Yep. Yeah. But I've I've seriously thought about it. I think it's I I I I think I would use it more. I have, you know, I have um, I have the the uh, I have had several kind of of those little ovens, and and I've just found them to be not worth learning to use. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, this is very good. It, it it really is a very handy product. It's mm-hmm. big enough that you can do a lot with it. Excellent. Excellent. So I think, I think that we've actually given people all kinds of ideas here in terms of some of the products that, that they might consider um, as, as holiday gifts. Um, you know, I want to put one last one in, if I may, it's not, a you may, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yes, and that sir. is time. I yeah. can't tell you how valuable somebody's time is, and being able to offer up to 
uh, a friend your time to assist them with something they need more than one pair of hands to do or to uh, provide them with a skill that you have and they mm-hmm. don't is hugely valuable. I, I told my family, if you would just, I, I passed out three by five cards last Christmas. And I said, I want each of you to write down something you would love to have from somebody else in the room. And these will become a Christmas gift. And that person can call you for that gift by simply offering you up that card. And, um, you know, one person said, I love Rice Krispie Treats. So here's a card uh, to the person who makes Rice Krispie Treats. And it wasn't me. and whenever I want Rice Krispie Treats, I just have to hand you the card. And within X number of days, I'll have Rice Krispie Treats. It doesn't have to nice. be something fancy. But it's, you know, it's that little bit of time that uh, you just, you know, it's the most valuable thing you have in your life is time. And to give it as a gift is huge. You know, I, it, it's, um, I, I, I think you're, your point is very well made, Brian. I think there are a lot of us who um, who have skills. We we probably don't even know how much how much skill we we actually have. I mean, it's it's pretty easy for you, given given your history, given how how much people know about your your cooking prowess and that kind of thing. But um, you know, there there are a lot of us who who occasionally get calls and asking for help and we can usually provide that help um but it would be a good idea to actually start giving those elements of time as a gift you know i'm i'm pretty pretty good and so are other people in this call i think at using the victor reader stream and there are very few things that that the victor reader stream can do that i can't and the same thing's true a lot of of um, electronic braille devices that I have, and you know, it would be it, it's a cool idea to offer time to help somebody with that kind of stuff. That, that's such a good idea, Brian. So much time these days, people give gifts of gift cards. This is just a little bit more personal than some you know, gift card to Amazon. Mm-hmm. This is Melody. Go ahead, Nadia. Oh. Yep. This is Melody. Um, I mental health is such a, an issue, especially right now with COVID and time. Just to know that someone has time for you, it it, yep. it feels good. And to be able to help someone if you can't benefit, and if you're not used to knowing how good the gift of helping someone else and, and benefiting them right. feels. I knew a veteran who lost his sight due to an attempt on his life, and I got to help him with Braille. And if I hadn't gone to that, that drop-in center. You know, and he was older in his late 60s, and it just it felt amazing because he had no one. It was unexpected. He didn't know what to do, and he found himself with no vision. And I was in my 20s at the time to be able to spend time with him and to know that he benefited from me in not just the Braille, but now he could play cards. He could kind of see how I was doing things, congenitally blind, and know that he could go on because he got a second chance, and it, it felt great. Yep, yep. I, I, think, um, I, I think the other thing, the other thing is there are so many skills that we have that that we just don't recognize i think um you know whether it, we've been talking a lot about kind of technology and that kind of thing but 
you know, what you just said is absolutely correct. That is that we are, we are experts at being blind and we know more about it than, than a lot of the people who go out there and try to help people adjust. And, and if we would, if, if we would make ourselves available somehow and could find a way to make it known that we're available, particularly to new people we meet, it's, it's a, would be a great thing to do at, uh, at, at an ACB chapter Christmas party. Everybody should offer everybody else at the party help with the skill that they're good at that the other people aren't. I think that'd be great. And sometimes it doesn't even need to be a skill. It could just be some time. It could yeah. be, it could be, uh, we've done in my family for years. We'll do a gift, such a, a, a gift card like that. You know, my son will, gave one to my sister last year for Christmas that he'd come and rake our leaves up for the fall in the spring, open her yard in the spring and rake her leaves in the fall. Um, nice. We've always done, exactly. you know, a baby, exactly. baby, we'll babysit the cat, the kids for you to have a night out or, um, take the, take your dog for the weekend. You know, if you want to get away, something like that. There's, there's any number of things that we're, that we're, that we could give people of our time. Yeah. Debbie, Debbie Green, your turn. <clears throat> and thank you. In light of that, uh, one of the things that happened last Last year is uh, my grandsons, uh, who were who are eight and eleven, gave me a coupon for a family game and night, um, and I got to pick the game. <laughs> so, and it was a game that yeah. was not available; um, it was not accessible. You know, so it was something that they were going to have to read and assist me with. But um, I actually picked a one of the versions of a Monopoly game. Uh, actually, it was Bible Monopoly. Um, nice. And, yeah, and we just had a fun time. And the other one gave me a, a coupon for a uh, a movie of my choosing um, with with their own uh, personal audio description. You know, <laughs> where we're sitting, yeah. in, I'm sitting in their living room, uh, and there, and we pause it at any point along the way, and and they'll describe whatever I want described. Um, but that was their gift to me, which was priceless. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've got a big smile on my face. These are exactly <laughs> the kinds of things that, quite honestly, when you receive them, you know, if you receive, you know, a pair of socks and nobody, uh, nobody forget to send me socks this year. But <laughs> even if, how much more enjoyable is it to receive that kind of gift and how thoughtful that is compared to another tie or another pair of socks or whatever it might be. And I think, and you can extend who you can give to beyond what you could afford to give. Yeah. And and I think for even like, if you, if we have grandchildren, they want to give, you know, they want to do something nice for me, you know, and, and it's, they don't have the money to do it and have no idea where to get anything that would be okay. You know, that would be especially appropriate. appropriate. That kind of, um, that kind of gift, a gift of their time uh, to to have enjoy enjoy time with their Gigi <laughs> is huh? priceless too yeah. on both sides. Exactly. So, you know. exactly. Yeah, Thanks. I think uh, one of the one of the the things that we haven't talked about at all um, is uh, 
is a gift that wasn't that that wasn't available thirty years ago, but but is a is a gift that that is suddenly widely available and useful for blind people, and that is uh, either giving a blind person a streaming service and maybe some help learning how to use it, or alternatively um, buying a, a, a an accessible DVD player and then getting accessible DVDs as as a gift. Um, because for the first time, um, there are, there, there are a few accessible DVD players, which is what was one of the biggest disadvantages of, of, um, of audio descriptive DVD buying a few years ago was that there weren't players that were easy to, to use for folks who were blind, but there are now. Okay. And, um, so, so that's a good thing. And, and, and the, the website for where you can find out all, all about that is, of course, the, the ADP website for, um, uh, the American Council of the Blind. And I think I'm going to get it right. It's, it's now adp.acb.org. So folks can check that out. Thank you, Brian. See, there's hope for me. So for me, audio description is so cool too, and and that's another time thing, because I, I think I think that a lot more blind people would be using a kind of audio description if we could figure out a way to get more training uh, that we could make available for. Um, audio description. I'm not sure how to do it because it, it doesn't quite work if you're doing it kind of 40 to one as a, as a lecturer at a convention or as a community podcast or something. Um, so something to think about. One other thing you can do with audio description right now, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of dovetailing on what we heard uh, a moment ago is you can arrange if you have a family member who has a particular streaming service and you have mm-hmm. the same streaming service, you can watch the same movie at the same time oh, in wow. your two locations. And you as a blind person can listen to it with audio description. And the people at the other end don't hear it with audio description unless they choose to. Wow. And you can hold a conversation like you were sitting in the same room together. My goodness, that's great. Yeah, it's 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 a very cool system. Are are you guys going to do a, a a picture of this on that whole system, Brian? Yes, indeed. You'll see Go that uh, probably right after the first of the year. We are actually taking next. Well, we have a we're interviewing Barry of the Barry Awards uh-huh. for the show that will go out on the fifteenth, uh, and then we're taking. Christmas break, and we'll be back out on January 1. So it may be the January 1 show on this way to share a movie. So just in case everybody doesn't know, um, Brian Charlson and uh, Carl Richardson do a uh, podcast on audio description that's called Picture This. Uh, which comes out uh, around twice a month. And, and the, uh, the I can tell you... 15th. Yeah, that that it's it's a it is a an excellent series. So, any other thoughts, folks, on 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 Christmas giving? 
No, I guess I got to return those socks I bought for Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my toes are getting Melody, I, <laughs> I love the idea of kids being able to help and to give and to get used to doing for us and what we do and how neat they think, you know, organizing our money is for us or reading a can label to us or mm-hmm. watching an audio described movie or, you know, just when they get used to helping us or allowing us to take their arms and guide us and describe things to us, then as they get older, they will not back away. And if someone needs help and it's kind of the idea of they get to give gifts and start out when they're little and their itty bitty minds can develop. And when an adult says, don't ask a question why they're using cane or why their eyes look the way they do, you know, especially this time of year, I'll stop what I'm doing and take the time for them in a store. You know, even if I have to be somewhere, have an appointment or get on paratransit ride night, I'll take the time because they need to know and they need to understand while they're little and be comfortable with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree with that. I think it can make a huge amount of difference. I, um, uh, my, one of my younger grandsons and I, uh, watched, uh, the first two seasons of his dark materials together with audio description. And so for his next Christmas and birthday, he got the, he got actually got the books so that he could not only have watched it, but could also now read the book if he's minded. So it's great. Yeah. And so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm going to say something at the end here, if I may. We were talking about T-shirts earlier. My sister is the queen of T-shirts. Uh, she will spend two hours at a sitting looking at T-shirt slogans on the internet. Nice. And laughing herself silly. So she was gifted a T-shirt, a Braille T-shirt. Oh. Now, it's not tactile Braille. <laughs> it's, if you will, Sim Braille. But it says on the teacher, on the T-shirt, and I'm going to have to edit this, my blind brother is blank more cool than you in Braille. So she wears this in public. If any sighted person can read Braille, they see the whole slogan. And uh, she gets much, such a kick out of wearing this profane, <laughs> profane T-shirt in public in Braille. Profane Braille on a T-shirt. That you don't buy every day. No, you don't. The Braille T-shirts are cool. Uh, and and some places have been able to produce Braille T-shirts that really last well. You know, I've got a couple that, that are still going strong after, what, 15, 20 years? You can still read the Braille pretty well. I have one that says, it's all about that Braille given to me by the, uh, was it the New Mexico Council of the Blind Affiliate when we were out mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. And they had these ladies who were TVIs up singing the song. You know, it's all about that bass, about that bass. Mm-hmm. Only they modified it to all about that Braille, about that Braille. <laughs> and they had Braille writers up there. And for the rhythm section, they were pounding away at Braille writers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was great fun. Roy, Roy Samuelson, you know, during the awards, uh, ADP awards during the convention, was wearing a T-shirt that said, what the F in Braille. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in Braille. <laughs> Must be from the same company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, so Paul, I uh, you know, thank I, you for my Christmas gift. Yes. The presence of Paul Edwards in my life. Well, thank you. Uh, I think everybody on this call will will join with me in in wishing you the best uh, through the holiday season and beyond. Yeah, Um, you've been terribly important in my life, and I expect that you will continue to be so. So, hang in there, big bro. Yeah, so absolutely. So here's the good news, you guys. Um, I I just had a bronchoscopy, which is a very uncomfortable thing. They put you to sleep and start digging around in your lungs. And the good news is uh, there is no longer any infection there. Wonderful. Praise God. Yep. Great. Which is is pretty exciting. Now, I still have to do the antibiotics until next September. Um, But uh, but it it is just amazing how freeing it is to think that it, that that the antibiotics actually worked and mm-hmm. uh, and the um, and and the infection's gone. That's so oh, that's yeah. wonderful news, Paul. Yeah, Paul, it's... we want you to stay on those antibiotics because we know big pharma is really struggling right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. absolutely right. <laughs> I, I I think I'm single-handedly keeping them in business. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, well, thank you. I, I've 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 missed being at uh, at full strength as well. So it is it is excellent. So let me take the last couple of minutes to first thank everybody who's been here. This has been a this has been a fun show talking about ideas for gifting. Um, Next week, we really are going to make every effort to be talking about ACB Media on Tuesday Topics with, uh, with Rick uh, as, as one of our guests, but also with Jennifer Flatt as our other guest, uh, who is the director of media and, and who can tell us something about what some of the plans that she's got putting that she's putting together for uh, ACB media over the next little while and why it became ACB media instead of ACB radio or other stuff like that. So we'll have lots to discuss. And then two weeks from tonight, I think we're going to do the other two topics that we were supposed to do tonight. So that's new year's resolutions and also our initial take on uh, climate change and how that impacts folks who are blind or visually impaired. Um, so once again, Mr. Rick Morin and uh, Mr. Larry, who is our who is our streamer, we appreciate all of your help, both of you guys. It is uh, it's it's a pleasure to be back, and the show would not be happening without you guys. So, on behalf of Tuesday Topics and a host of co-hosts tonight. It's my pleasure to say to everyone, have a great holiday season and good night.